Good morning, good morning. I really want these words to hit your heart and your spirit this morning. Good morning. Because what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your spirit man already know your ability as to who you are, what you can do, how you respond, how you can relate, when to give praise, when to give thanks, when to be still, always knowing that's being one with God to always know. But I thank God for growth because growth teaches us to become better. And opposition does not feel good. We have an adversity. And every attack is for you to prosper. Without a trial, there is no growth. Without a tribulation, there's no growth. With comfort, there is no growth. So you must be in a position to be out of your comfort zone. But why are you out of the comfort? Remain trusting in God. Being one with God. Dwelling in God. Looking up to God. Without even questioning God. Even with your emotions. Even with your thoughts. Even with your tears. Make a joyful noise. Not a sound that does not become joyful. I love how Holy Spirit stir us up in the midst of us needed to be stirred up but remain stirred up because God is still the same no matter what your situation is no matter what day and time it is He's still the same He's still there and you are capable to overcome know your portion Know what's been afforded unto you. Now I cannot say nothing to you that I first don't embrace. We are growing, all of us, corporately. And in our walks individually, we're still growing. We're preparing. We end the fulfillment. We end the finished work. Being one with God is seeing exactly how he sees. But walking and following after him, you don't have to know everything that he knows, but you still can see. Father is with us. He will never leave. And until you and I calm down, he will not say the next move. And must I remind you, you don't have to know every move. It's okay. There is a saying that many would say, and it sounds good, but you have to really think about what you're saying. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. 
But you sit in a sense of there's more to come for you, for you going all the way. But God looks at it exactly how it's being mentioned. I'm not where I want to be. See, God sees the beginning, the present, and the future. So you are basically disregarding your present. Because you're so focused on the finishing. But you disregarding the preparation. Because you want the finishing. And you're disregarding the building of your character. The quickening, the sharpening. Because you want the finishing. But God sees this way. He sees the finishing first. So then you know how to rest in the present. Because you have something to look forward to. Without even trying to skip the present. To go to the finishing. Which is the outcome. Enjoy right where you are. But continue to be hungry to grab hold of more to come. You are not where you used to be. You are not who you used to be. And thank God for that. I had to quickly had to stir myself up. See, if we ask for things, it must be with purpose. And don't try to bring purpose down. You have to come up with purpose. Think higher with purpose. Live up to purpose. And not try to have purpose live down to your level of understanding. Because you can find yourself saying unaware. Father, hurry up. I need this right now. Why is it taking so long? Why am I going through this? And that's not living the end down to the beginning. That's not even being appreciative at all. It's not even abiding or dwelling. It's not even being one with him. It's actually saying, Father, thy will be done and actually leave it there. You trust it's being done. Then you begin to thank him for what he showed you. Every desire is his first. And every need be met regarding it. Remember that it's his glory's sake. That rests upon your life in every encounter due to the visions and dreams and prophecies. That he's sharing with you and I. You get thanks for that. Stop where you are and give thanks for where you are. Thank God for what you believe to receive to come to pass. If you're not careful, you're going to try to use God's word against him. We don't have to remind him what he said if he don't counsel us as to remind him. I have whatever I say. So I say it come now. No. I have whatsoever I say. 
So Father, I give you thanks right now. I'm sending thanks to your atmosphere. Right where you are. Because I believe I receive. Ain't nothing going to get in the way. There is no obstacle that can overtake you without your permission. There is nothing the adversity can throw your way without your approval. Dedication will already been, but we're not. When you're feeling low, begin to lift yourself up. Deny anxiousness every chance you get by remaining loyal to you trusted in God so much. And everything falls down of love. It falls down to love. Love is the foundation. God, I trust you so much with my outcome that I know how to rest and remain that way. No matter how greatly I wanted to come to pass, if I begin to think about it so greatly, then that means it's time to give a greatly right now praise. See, if I wasn't uncomfortable yesterday, I wouldn't have grown to be able to release a word in such a way today. But even while you've been quickened, Remain humble. Remain aware by staying in tune. Don't look another way. And God is right there with us. As some of us even have tantrums. I don't see it yet. And if you see someone spiritually, like Paul said, see them falling down, whether it's emotionally or Physically, mentally, you lift them up, but don't lift them up in the area where you fall down with them. Don't ever disregard the opportunity to reach out an extended hand. Every teacher has to be taught. Every leader has to be led. Never forget that. Hallelujah. Father, move how you want to. We wait on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not the same as we were yesterday. Nothing ever remains the same. But however you feel, that's going to determine your surroundings. If you feel down, the things around you are going to begin to fall down. If you think high, things around you are beginning to be uplifted. Your entire purpose counts on you. Your entire destiny counts on you. So continue to count it all joy. Everything that God said, it has to happen. And if you're walking with God, then you are right where you're supposed to be for it to happen. Because if you're not, 
then you're not available to, you know, embrace what's coming to pass, which is the manifestation. But you're walking with God. You're trusting in God. Continue to not be emotionally, mentally, or physically moved. You notice I didn't say spiritually. Because the spirit man already knows what to do. But you have to allow your spirit to remain in control. By allowing Holy Spirit to continue to be your guide. And I always start with myself first. You understand? God withhold no good thing. That's why he shared it with you. God had me up since 11 o'clock this morning. And my heart was very heavy yesterday. Because I began to tell God what he said. As to move how I say. Because I'm saying what you said. I'm saying what you said. But my emotions are in the way of my saying. There is no rest with my words. There's no oneness with my words. Because then my words begin to not give forth for praise. Instead, it seems as if I'm complaining. And we have to remain giving thanks. God is able to move how he wants to when you give forth praise. And don't have the heart to give full praise just to see it. Already see it to the end, from the end to the beginning. Whatever he showed you, see that. Know that. Become one with that. If I didn't feel uncomfortable, I would not have grown to become much more. But know this also, you can still grow and become much more even when you stand. Because when you are weak, your strength is made perfect. Don't think that when you're stumbling, that's when the growth takes place. It does. But how much growth also takes place when you stand firm? A revelation is a revelation whether you stumble or stand firm. Believing is believing. There's no such thing as partial. Mostly. It's believing or it's not. Father, I sense right now a great sensation. A fresh everything of your spirit. It's pouring down on me. It's like a waterfall of glory upon my head. And it's thick. It takes hours for the drip from my forehead to my nose. Your glory is thick and your glory is evident and your glory is the possibility for me to continue to go even further. 
Your glory is who I am. Your glory is what I am. Your glory is how I'm created. Your glory is how I'm crafted. Your glory is my perseverance. Your glory is my endurance. Your glory is my worship. Your glory is my praise. Your glory is my meditation. Your glory is my growing up more. To come up higher. To receive much more and more. And more and more and more. Your glory is me sitting up and day in and day out. Your glory is the fire that shut up in my bones. Your glory is the foundation that keeps me still. Your glory is the word that I said yesterday meant to. The glory of the Lord is my strength. My strength is the glory of the Lord. And I receive, I believe, I have whatsoever I say. And I say today that the glory of the Lord is my strength. In a time of trouble, he shall hide thee. Again, I say, in a time of trouble, he shall hide thee. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my giving him thanks. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my life. The Lord is me standing, not even pressing to stand because I became much better. I have been redressed. The Lord is me continuing to move forward, not even considering what's behind. The Lord is giving him all the credit by keeping my attention on him and not thinking about the adversity and his attacks. The Lord is my praise without even thinking about any opposition. Because nothing could come upon you suddenly without your permission. I am really, really really in a place today it's like I'm in a prophetic dark hole and trust me it may say dark it may be the word dark excuse me but it's so much light there when I follow after Christ he gives me a vision of us in a tunnel and we have a lamp with us but the lamp only lights up where we are currently walking We don't even see what's ahead or what's behind because it don't even matter. That dark hole that I was just saying about that's really light upon all light is really deep, 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 deep in God abiding there and remain. It's like diving into the bottom of the sea and just sitting there being okay with that jumping into the deep end and being okay with that when people bungee jump they let go and it's filled that quickness of freedom by letting go letting go and being okay with that it's okay to be stirred up it's okay to be quicked we all need to be quicked I got quickened, quickly. God not moved by our tantrums and our emotions. He's not to be rushed. It is all for your good. 
If you haven't seen the manifestation yet, because it's for your good. See your good through. When he say nothing missing, lacking, or broken, that's what he means. Hallelujah. 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 The joy of the Lord is our strength. Something God will prepare you for, for those who are connected to you, to be a part of what he's preparing you for. He may have you to say things as to, you know, give them instructions as to what God is saying. And God may just instruct you as to what to do when the time comes. Just don't confuse the two. Because a lot of things that God is doing, he may want you to keep. You understand? And trust me, everything is already in place for whatever he's spoken to you. Hallelujah. Some things that you may think is the right thing to do because it feels good to do, but it might not be the will of God for it. You understand? Jesus Christ. When it comes to things about you that you are so passionate about because God knows your personality, he will say things to you now, which is a prophecy to prepare you for then. I don't know what your now is that he's releasing, releasing unto you as a word of prophecy to prepare you for your then. And mine's it's ministry. Ministry is my whole life and everyone and everything in it. But when it comes to me mothering, I really don't play when it comes to mothering. Because I'm responsible to raise a kid in the way that God had them to go. Giving birth to immortal beings. I don't play with that. I never took it so seriously until God my entire life basically has surrounded me with kids. I wasn't even thinking about how I feel right now. Didn't even know I would feel this way then. Such a passion. As a mother. That God had to deal with me. For me mothering. Then. Now. Because I said to God. When I have my next child. I'm not leaving my child. I didn't want to leave my first one. It don't matter how old he was. And sometimes, honestly, I was good, glad to go. But overall, while I'm gone, I'm all thinking about my kid. And God want your full attention. Now I'm doing the works of God. I was doing the works of God. And I will forever do that. But my mind was still on my kid. I wonder what they're doing. Let me call. 
God, I pray I make it back safe to my kid. I hope everything is prepared right for them while I'm gone. Did I miss anything? God knows how much I'm passionate as being a mother. That's why he prepared me for then now. And God said to me, I'm going to let you know this, Quinesha. I'm going to give you time to wing your child off or every child you give birth to. You will only have enough time to wing them off. And after that, you must continue to go out. And there are some women, sisters in Christ, who God have grace to stay home and raise kids in the home. God have me to be grace to be multitask. Take care of them home. Take care of kids. And still going out. That's how he have my priorities in order. That's the order he have my life. My entire outcome. I cannot deny that. I cannot say, God, I don't want to leave my kid. Or where's my kid going to go? Who are they going to be with? It's all to the glory of God. And God said to me, Quinesha, he didn't have to say anything. He said, Quinesha, trust me. You already given your kids back over to me. Have I took great care of you? Haven't I taken great care, taken great care of you? You raise your kids in the way they should go. How much more do you think I'm going to take care of the generation? They're in my hands. I got this. Don't think about it. Just give me praise. Because I know exactly what I'm doing. You understand? I'm not the woman to sit at home and raise kids at home. God said, I thought we each child off. However, how many doesn't matter. After I weaned them off, I have to go. And God said, don't get upset. Don't get heavy hearted. Don't do that. Because I never said that you weren't coming back. And I was crying so much. What do you mean? Especially if you have a, you know, a specific kid who's crying for you not to go. Come on. That's how much God honors us to see your personality and prepare you ahead of time to get you prepared because you must do the work of the Lord if you're in his will. And God also said to me, you don't have to say either. It won't always be that way. The more successful you become, what you will be, what you already are, You've been to have a company with you who have your children or your child with you, with you in their care while you're there. I know how much you care about that. What my passion is and my care is may not be yours, but he will prepare you now for your then. And I felt so much better. He said, yeah. 
You're going to definitely elevate in that area where you will have company with you, with your kid. Kid will be right there with you in the hands of somebody else who you trust so much. Some people's lifestyles is for a wife. You know, you could be home and you could be doing something else, have a regular job or have anything unto the Lord. And you have a spouse that has something else to do. And you guys come back together in the home. That's not mine. Mine is that we both go. And it may be different places at the same time, but we still connect and come back. But most of the time we will be together. And we have to go. I can't stay behind. No matter what I have, who I have, I must do the works of the Lord. Everybody's testimony is different. You understand? God called me off my full-time job just to gain my attention to be right where I am right now. So I feel as though it's at hand for me to be out this bedroom. And I mean closer than I ever been before to be released. Because the seriousness of the God in me has became much more. You understand? I'm really sitting in God. And I'm like dwelling there like in the bottom of the ocean. Just sitting in Indian style. Trusting in God, just like that. Not making no time to ever, I mean, to ever become emotionally disturbed again. God can trust us with visions. God can trust us with prophecies. God can trust us to trust Him. That He desire it more than you do. And that is actually His desires in your heart. According to his will. Now if you're not in his will. You're going to be wanting things that. You know he didn't say. But you are in his will. Therefore his desires become yours. His plan becomes yours. And you fall in love with it. And I became so in love with God's plan. Because for so long. I had another plan. And I wanted the plan immediately. And I used my authority. To bring it to pass. And had to learn to speak it to God with purpose and stamp it that way. But God is not moved by our emotions. My purpose to my asking was pretty much saying, God, hurry up with purpose. Hurry my purpose up. And God is worth me giving him my best. You giving him your best. Which means trusting the Lord with all your heart. All my heart, my Lord. I lean not ever to my own understanding. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace. Trust in God with everything. Me being high in God's presence like this, I have to trust him to get me from A to B. Effectively, without no one even noticing, but can experience, but not saying she, she's naturally drunk. <laughs> For those who don't know, due to not experience an encounter yet, you understand. We have to be faithful towards each other. 
That's what you call friendship, a relationship, being faithful. Hallelujah. God created me and graced me to be a woman to get things done ahead of time. And you know why? Because it goes according to my call. So for those of you who tends not to be as fast-paced, multitasking, it doesn't mean you're less. It's just you are according to your call. You understand? By me being called out the home, I have to be multitasked and take care of the home first before I go. Nothing will be neglected in my home. Because my priorities are in order. And I mean everything. At the same time. And it remains that way. Because that's my glory and honor unto God. Never compare yourself with someone else. Never. Ever. People try to compare my fire with theirs. Fire is not based upon volume. How loud the sound can be. You understand? Don't compare my lifestyle with yours. Don't compare my marriage with yours. My parenting with yours. It's according to my purpose. Hallelujah. But God can use us to sharpen each other for those who are neglecting different areas in their purpose. You understand? And God reminded me right now. He's so he's so sweet. He know I don't care, but it was a care. Because I cast that care unto him about me having to leave my kids behind. Even for a short period of time, I'm still leaving them behind. I'm just that type of mother. Now I'm the one who boo-hoo and cry, keep going back in the room and looking. Or keep calling. No, I don't do that. Or go berserk and they bump their head or skin their knee. No, I'm not like that. But I will be wondering what they're doing. A lot. <laughs> God reminded me about my son, David. I took so many trips when he was a, a kid, a baby. Even when he was a young boy, can I come with you to Europe? Not this time, son. Gotta have a time when you can take your kids and God have a time when it's not so good to take. God knows what's best. And I also I always made sure that he had everything he needed. He I overly had. <laughs> and he always know that I always come back. I even make a picture or give him a picture to keep of me. And I explain to this child what I'm doing. I don't just leave without saying anything. You may think a kid not listening. They listen. 
I'll never forget God had him to come with me one time when I was on the train ministry. And he just jumped out of his seat and it caught, it caught my attention like, hold on, what's going on with my kid? And he jumped up and said, that's my mom. Listen to her. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the crowd began to be, you know, more receptive to this kid saying that. Because in order for this kid to say that, it must mean a lot to him. She must mean that much to him. For him to stand up and stand up for her. At two or three years old. That's my mom. Listen to her. And it was like, yes. Okay, you got it. You got it. We going to listen. We going to listen, little man. And when I was done, God finished using me. He clapped. Can we go again tomorrow? You got to go to school tomorrow. David, what do your mother do? My mom travel and preach with God. Now the responses he may get, he may gotten. But it's the truth. No parent is here without making mistakes. Because parenting don't come with a parent guidebook. No matter how many books you can read, your child is still who your child is. And it's still going to be what God said it is. Hallelujah. So whatever it is that God is showing you now, Jesus, is to prepare you for then. My body has became very hot with the fire of God that my hands are really fiery red. Went from being chilled to being very, very hot. It's like the glory of God is dripping on me, but it stands still. Just like you pour hot fudge on the top of a sundae. It don't just drip so fast down into the bowl. It glides and slides its way down. And that's what God's glory is upon my head. So it's yours. I'm not going past 40 minutes. But just take this day and give thanks. Thank God for where you are. Thank God for where you are because you are not where you used to be because you're not who you used to be. Don't never have to be, you don't ever have to be heavy hearted about anything. I was getting emotionally disturbed. I was like, Father, I want my man. I want my man now. All that you show me, all you promised me, it's not just me yearning just to say I have him. That I already have. My soul was reaching out and it's reaching out. But when I give thanks, my soul gives thanks. And I have strength suddenly. Grace with the strength. To see it through another day. Throughout the day. My praise don't just stop or start on this podcast. And when I get off, 
have to remain in the presence. Remain giving thanks. And that's right where God wants to have us. In the area of just giving thanks. I was like, Father, I have to have it. Move. You say, I'm asking with purpose. But you don't act like that. You act by giving praise. And as you give praise, you trust. With all of your heart, lead not to your own understanding. Oh, I said I will go past 40. Greater is he who's in us, oh God, than he is in the world. I love you. Pretend it's just 40. Oh God, I love you guys.